back. Another episode of Banging and Clanging Sports going is, on tonight after SmackDown. A late night banging and clanging sports tonight. As always, we got Crossbones Man with the biggest arms in Crush Fitness and probably in WWE if he's in it. Allegedly. Allegedly. And I am Blake Brand, second place in biggest arms. And if I was a Mortal Kombat character, I would be Smoke. Smoke. That is, uh, yeah, that no. was a fire. Yeah, you know they always come out, come out swinging, um, and that is uh, by no accident. They gotta, they gotta grab the viewers the first thing, so they send the uh, the only, the only remaining face champion. But you know we only have one face champion. Everybody else is a heel in the entire company right now, uh, on the main roster anyway. That is true. Well, except for the, if you count the women's division, Bianca Belair is the only one. Not heel yet. Yeah, yeah. She's the only face. It's just her. And, and there's a theme going on on SmackDown today. A few wrestlers got new theme songs. Yeah. No. The, it, well, it's about time. It's about time. I, I would say that the given time of a theme song to have is maybe maybe three years, three or four years. After that, you got to change it. You got you to gotta get a new song out there because it just gets repetitive. I mean, we've been hearing this same Shield Roman song since 2012. That is right. He just took out the uh, Sierra Hotel, Indio, Echo, Lima, Delta, Shield. He took that part out. Is keep the beat. <laughs> I, I think the uh, their whole thing with uh, going back and forth with AEW, Vince was like, you know what? I don't want any connection with with uh with dean with dean ambrose moxley anymore so we're gonna get rid of the song now so now mm. we're gonna give you a new song we can't we can't have any more AEW connections that is but i like the new song though it's kind of like symbolic for his character like the as you notice the beat of the song goes to his walk <laughs> yeah yeah it does it, it is very fitting and usually you know that you, you know the weird thing is i thought that that those moments like new songs you would debut at like wrestlemania that's what I thought too. At least the Raw after WrestleMania, and they like kind of waited for this one. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty pretty long wait. And but, at the head of the table, though, he got the long entrance, the big opening. Then the slowly the music kicks up, then the beat drops. Then he walks out. Yeah, um, he was due. He he has been due for a uh, for a new theme for a while now. Uh, do you think that? Uh, <laughs> So you did. You you approve. You approve of the theme. You think it's a good. Oh one. yeah, perfect for his heel giving because that last song's been played out. The shield's done. So Roman is the he basically is the top guy in WWE. He's the best heel they got, and he it goes with this care the ambiance of that strong heel champion who's undefeated. He's he's coming out like a, if Thanos was wrestling. That will be his theme song. He has been the champ for two hundred and fifty days. That is right. He's like the new Thanos now of WWE. He even has the golden gloves. His gloves look like the Finity Finity gloves. I think that that is definitely definitely not by accident. You know, another another cool thing about tonight, they were kind of doing like that whole big fight feel where they go through and they start asking other WWE superstars about uh, who do you think will win between Brian and Roman? Oh, yeah. So who do you want to think was going to win it? I saw Austin wasn't even on there, too. Yeah, yeah, he had a good, uh, he had a good, um, a good little part. He was, uh, he spent the day to day rollerblading. Oh, 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 they bring the rollerblades back. All right, he's, he's the only person who can. He's the only person in twenty twenty one who owns rollerblades. Yeah, I don't, I don't know whatever happened to my rollerblades. Cause I think I stopped doing it because I was very bad at it because I ended up falling. So yeah. I, was, I was a good yeah. student, though. <laughs> that is a that is a classic iconic um, thing from the nineties would be would be rollerblades, but they don't exist anymore unless you go over to his house and he's got a he's got multiple sets. But yeah, he had a he had a good thing. Kofi Kofi was trying to shock me. He went with Roman Reigns. I can't believe it. I was like, you you're your baby face. You gotta stick with your buddies. Uh, of course Miz went with Roman. Uh, of course. The both heels are gonna stick together. Uh who oh Booker T went with Roman. Uh, of course. He always gonna pick the big guy. Yeah he went with the he went with the with the uh the other soon to be legend in uh in wwe so you know it felt it it had that kind of a big fight fight feel to it um today let's talk let's go ahead and just talk about the match now uh the stipulation for this match was if brian loses he's done with smackdown 
He's he's barred from SmackDown unless somehow the 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 ban will be lifted somehow. But he's out. He he can't come to SmackDown no more. Wow. So that was, it was definitely in it for uh, in it for Roman because Roman because he the really the thorn in his side since uh, since since Royal Rumble has been Daniel Bryan. He has been constantly just just at his heels since uh, since Royal Rumble, um, getting into the WrestleMania match and. Almost beating him at back at not backlash, but uh, uh the, yeah, yeah, almost making him tap out, doing doing all these things to uh, to kind of knock him off the head of the table. So he is uh, so this so he needed this win to get rid of this dude forever. That's right, and he made sure of it too, because at the end of the match, he gave Bronick a chair toe to to give the cherry on top. Like he's done. Bam! The chair shot, and that's like okay, Brian's gone. <laughs> it was crazy. It really was a great match because they there was a lot of back and forth. Oh yeah, uh, going back. Uh, Daniel took some some pretty hellified shots. I, I always like when uh, Daniel Bryan starts the match with the running knee, tries to get it over fast. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like Brian, like that match was match of the night. That was like a WrestleMania caliber match, and Brian, his condition is great. He can always come out with some kind of cool move to make something look cool and. Him and Roman just gel well together. You know, the thing, too, with his him being able to do so many submissions, how he can roll one, like, a wrist lock into, like, the mm-hmm. um, to the LaBelle lock and back yeah. and forth, uh, how they were going from near falls off the uh, off the submission holds was pretty cool. That's that's one of the things that, that you really need people who are really great at technical wrestling can pull that kind of stuff off. That is right. And he's a ju- judo guy, so he's really good at those submission holds. <laughs> yeah. So, so oh, also once again we get the uh, we get the the pass out to uh, to kind of protect the character, and also the no lifting the hand three times. I'm, I'm waiting to see it. I, I'm, I'm guessing it's done. I'm guessing we're never going to see that again. I know that's tradition. You got to get the three hands. I was, I, I was, I was like, oh, he's going to do it. He goes. I was like, oh, never mind. He's not going to do it. He's like, Brian, you awake? No. Okay, ring the bell. <laughs> that's yeah, it. He, yeah, he just tapped him. He just tapped it and he's like, "It's done. It's over. We're 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 done. We're we're out of here." I know. It's like so. It kept Brian strong though, because he went down fighting and he never gave up. Yeah. So I'm the future of Brian. It's kind of up in the air. Maybe he takes a little bit of time off. That or go to Raw or go to Raw, which I'd love to see him on Raw. He needs to be over there. And then he needs someone to spice up the roster a little bit and help them help their ratings out too. That's right, and it's neat. Give some new face for the championship title picture. Yeah, and and I think that uh, him versus Bobby would be would be interesting, or him versus uh, or him versus AJ in some capacity, even though AJ's the tag champ. But just just to throw it up, just throw in just to throw something different at uh at Raw. But we do know where Roman is going next. That is right. He's going against Cesaro, <laughs> and Cesaro came down for the save. That's right. And is a nice suit and tie. He came out there for the same like Superman. I guess the only thing I don't like is Cesaro ruining nice suits. Just get your gear on, just run out there. Yeah, yeah. He just needs to uh be in gear the full time or have that tearaway gear that he used to have. That's it out work, because the suits are expensive to get fixed and dry clean nowadays. Yeah, so so that is uh so for backlash. So it's one of the few matches in Backlash that have absolutely zero WrestleMania connection uh, because yeah. these two didn't fight or they haven't been involved in any type of uh, story prior to WrestleMania, or but they just started one post. Uh, what are what are your chance? I mean, Roman Roman pretty much looks unbeatable. I uh, like I was thinking I was thinking to myself he's not going to lose until Parker Bordeaux finishes NXT and comes up there and fights Roman. That's the next loss I see for Roman. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna have Roman lose like that, but I say I don't. I say Roman lose a SummerSlam. That's the point where Cesaro should, uh, you know, lead up to that. Because Cesaro does deserve a title run, but Roman is not losing that back. Like he's he's gonna. I say he loses a SummerSlam. Yeah, that, I would say that would be the thing, but I I just don't know. I I think that he's just so. I mean, he is. They don't ha- like he is the biggest star. Like you were saying, he's the biggest star in the company. By far, right. the biggest star in the company. He is. Yeah. When, when you think of WWE, you think of now. You think of Roman Reigns. That's right. Because unless you're gonna have some like SummerSlam comes up, you need a big name to come out there and defeat him, or build Cesaro up like they did Kofi and have him be undeniable to the people and crowd. Where 
people want to were like half was tuned in just to see Cesaro win, like they did Kofi. Yeah, that Kofi, uh, that that Kofi run was magical, and uh, that right there is the kind. If you want that to happen, you have to have that kind of that kind of uh, magical crowd participation mm-hmm. to get to boost your stock up to where they can say, "Hey, we can put the title on this guy." And uh, he can be our guy on Fox because you got to remember, Fox. <coughs> excuse me, Fox doesn't play. I mean, they they have to have a big dude out in front. They have to have a centerpiece for them to build their marketing campaigns around. That's right. Like that's why I think like you know like backlash is too early for Cesaro unless they do something where they dangle the string in front of him and or they about to get it. Oh, they took it away and then something happens like where the match doesn't happen or Cesaro gets screwed really bad out of it. And eventually, had, you know, try to build momentum to him. Where Fox be okay? He the crowd's behind Cesaro. Let's use him now. Did That's you see? <coughs> did you see that Roman hasn't lost a match on SmackDown since like 2019? Oh no, he has a Brock Lesnar schedule, kind yeah, of. He's got <laughs> the. Uh, he that's some serious things. Because I mean, wrestling is one of those, these these sports or entertainment things that wins and losses. I mean, they matter, but they don't. So, but that is still a long, long time to go without losing, without losing a match. And then even when he was losing, the only person beating him really was Brock. Yeah, because Brock was a believable star. He was a big name and a real threat. Yeah, that 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 would be the only person, unless Parker. Those are my those are my two. It's Brock and Parker are one and two. Only uh, thing about Parker I like, like he looks like Brock, but you got to build him up because the main roster comes up. He'll be like, okay, who's this guy? He needs like I always say, you need momentum to beat the champion. <laughs> I I had I did not realize how big he was. He's actually bigger than Brock. It's hard to believe someone's bigger than Brock. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, because he's he's a little bit. Because I think Brock is Brock's like right around like like two probably two seventy. But you got to like offensive linemen are huge. That, that's the one thing that most people. I, I see I see this all the time. Like people get into verbal arguments on Twitter with offensive linemen. And I, and I try to say, it's like, they have no idea how big these human beings literally are. I, oh, yeah. I, th- I think it's like when you see them in person, it's very different than, than TV or anything like that. They are, they are like, they are like refrigerators. Like think oh. about it like the, something like the size of like a refrigerator, but on legs and able to move. Exactly. I'm I've been around a lot of NFL guys, and those guys are massive. TV don't do them justice. No, no, uh, they, they don't. like maybe Grant will sort of his height, but that's not just these guys yeah. are legit big guys. If, if my cousin was standing in front of Gronk, you couldn't even see Gronk. Oh my god, that's how big that's how big Chance is. Um, but I'm still uh, learning about this football thing because yesterday I found out a buddy of mine was like, he said like, "Hey Beretta, you'd be a great power back," and I was like, a "Power back? You mean running back?" No, there's a power back. See, I'm learning. I didn't know there was a power back in football. That's yeah. how that's how naive I am in, in the game. Yeah, yeah. But I was gonna say Parker. Parker having that background. Parker for the people that know Parker is an NXT um, participant right now, or he's in he's in training. Uh, he's a former uh, offensive guard for the University of Central Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would have been available for this draft. This draft that just happened had he gone on to pursue uh, his football career further, but instead he's opted to go into professional wrestling. Um, but yeah, he's a, he's a six foot five, 285 pound uh, uh, offensive guard, guard tackle center. I don't, I don't know. I think he shifted around, but I think he mostly played most of it at guard. I mean, WD offered him more money than NFL did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's well, he awesome. was, I think that's way. As good of an athlete as he is, he's not good enough to play in the NFL. Ooh. He's well, just not. I mean, it, it, it's it, NFL is hard. People, it, it's very difficult. It is super difficult. It is. Oh, yeah. The rosters, it, it, I was going to say, he, he's a great – because think about it. Like, each, each college football team has 100 players on it. Has about yeah. 100 players on it. And there are, there are like 119 college football teams. Yeah. So, so that's like, and each NFL team only has fifty-three players on it. Yeah. So the it, the chances of making it to the NFL are like super, super slim. Um, and you're and you're faceless, like part, and, and you're only going to be able to play football for five or six years for the most part. Parker can do. Parker can be in WWE for twenty years. 
That is true. Football is a short career because you can really get killed out there. Yeah, yeah, but he can't. He he's good, but he's not. He's not good enough to play in the NFL. Yeah. At that, he's not good. He's not good enough to make it to that level. Which is no slight on him because the NFL is really hard. Oh yeah, I've seen a few people that are in NXT right now where I see they went off for three weeks to whatever team from last year, and they are they're back, and they're like, "Hey, I got cut." Yeah, I'm like what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they, yeah, that is it's a tough it's a tough business. All sports is a very very tough business. Speaking of which, Roman is another football dude. Roman isn't Roman as good of an athlete as as Roman is. He's not. He wasn't good enough to be in the NFL. I'm surprised too because Roman is freaking strong and huge. Yeah, but it's it's it is it is a completely different different type of physical aggression uh, football oh, yeah. versus versus anything else. But no, he would. <laughs> but the thing is, he is a he was a fantastic fantastic college football player. Oh AC, yeah, all ACC. Which is which is nothing nothing to nothing to uh, nothing to, to to shake your head at, but it is it is a uh, and he and he's done well. He's he made the right decision. That that is that is by far he made the right decision to go into uh, to go into pro wrestling. Oh, it's so funny in Georgia Tech. I met his strength coach Zach Reed. He came by the old coffee's gym one day. He put me through a neck workout, and my neck is so sore from it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, you gotta. You I mean, gotta have, you gotta have a tough neck. In, oh yeah, uh, in football. And this guy looks like Road Warrior Hawk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've, heard he's, I've heard he's a pretty. I've heard he's a maniac. Yeah, he's a huge guy. <laughs> and we forgot about. Don't forget whose other maniacs are. Uh, Dolph and Bobby. I mean, not that Dolph. Yeah, Dolph and Bobby. They're also two maniacs that also got two uh, great theme songs now. The Dirty Dogs. Now, I was I was actually gonna look yeah I was actually gonna look up and try to find that song because it starts off the same as as uh as Dolph's old song yeah but it's a mixer with Bobby too yeah they they do they they do that sometimes where they kind of combine the songs Jericho <laughs> and then um, Showmiz Showmiz that's what Showmiz Big Show had a lot of remix to his song Showmiz Jericho Jericho was my by far fa- favorite yeah. Yeah. So with the, with the Dirty Dogs, who have proven to be a, a great tag team, probably probably out of out of nowhere, you look at look at where they are, um, having just come together not too long ago, and uh, just start and just started tagging. Uh, they are two great individuals, um, Rob, uh, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Um, I don't think they're going to lose those titles anytime soon. No, they they're legit a tag team now. You got you got matching gear and icing on the cake was that the collaborated theme song. Yeah, yeah, that, that lets you know that you're you're in for the long haul. That's right. As long as Vince does say, okay, I'm done with tag teams. See you guys. <laughs> so they go up against the uh, the street profits again. Uh, again. Now, uh, that's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do. I do thoroughly enjoy the Street Profit promos. I, I do. I look forward to that every week. I do. It was a good promo to add, and they came to say, uh, "What is it?" Bianca was cutting the promo, and Dirty Dog uh, tried to cut her off, and you do not cut. What's his name's? Uh, what forgot it? One of the Street Fathers. That's Mon- I think she's married to Montez. Montez Ford. Montez. I want to get the names mixed up. Montez, you do not cut his wife's promo off. He comes to shave and save the day. Yeah. <laughs> That's her thing. He's now with Montez, his freaking frog flash is insane. He got some height. He knows how like, he could jump. That is unbelievable. Like, like how how high is the, the top rope, give or take? So what what is like five feet off the ground or so? Yeah, probably five feet or a little bit more. And then <laughs> off of that, he probably gets another six feet of air. All over that when he jumps off. I think he got some Air Jordans on. That's probably what's helping him. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, every time I watch it, I was like, I have never ever seen somebody with that much, uh, that much height off the ropes um, for that frog splash. And it's a, it's a pretty impressive uh, finish. But he, <laughs> that's one of those ones that you probably would hate to miss. Like if somebody, if that, oh. if the match calls for you to roll out of the way, because that's a long, long drop. Especially if you always shot it and <laughs> you miss. Yeah, if you miss, you're 
you're going to get hurt. You're going uh, to get hurt, or you're going to bounce, or you're going to need a new rib cage. You're going to be on the other side of the ring or outside the ring. <laughs> so, so with this, so with this match, uh, the the Street Profits do end up picking up the win. That is right. Of course, they're going to win this one. It's non-title. Non-title. <laughs> non-title. So you don't get the uh, you don't you get the win. You get the moral moral victory, but nothing is resolved. No, not until Backlash, where they wrestle each other for the uh, 150 times. Yeah, this is only going to guarantee that you're going to see this see this match again very very shortly. That's right. Will they switch tiles? I don't think so. They will yet. No. So, but we do get the uh, we have this ba- Bianca Belair and Bailey feud that's, that's uh, starting up. Bailey's back, and while Sasha's taking a break, well deserved break. Sasha had a good run. Oh yes, yeah. Sasha Neaton is overdue for a vacation. So with uh, Bailey, she was Bailey two belts for a long time, and she was uh, she did a, she did a good job. It was uh, her and Sasha kind of kind of running SmackDown until mm-hmm. uh, Sasha the tour. I mean the she passed the baton to Sasha. Sasha kind of took over and was doing her thing. And now that Bianca has it, they have to build Bianca's character. That so is how, right. How easiest way to build a carrier character? Pick up some victories over some over your or some established stars. That's right. And Bailey's the perfect heel to do that with for now. <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah, she she is. And they they'll probably put on some good matches. But there's always that 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 thing in the in the background. What are they building to? Is Becky Lynch the end goal of this Bianca fight? That might be the person to defeat Bianca to return of Becky Lynch because she's gaining back in shape and she's looking ripped up. They need Becky, man. They do. They do. Yeah. See, she is a, she she's is the, yeah. She is the icing on the cake of what they're trying to do, and she would add an extra dimension. It's hard to it's hard to imagine that she's been gone for over over a year. Wait, wait, did she wait? Okay, yeah, she's been gone for over a year. It was last yeah. year. It was last year that it was the day after WrestleMania where she gave the title to Oscar. Yeah, because she went. She has a baby now. Yeah, so that was her. Uh, that was her last day. So we're a year past WrestleMania, and That's... she is uh, hopefully coming back soon. No, no date on that, but probably if if I had to guess, what would you say, SummerSlam? Yeah, it got to be SummerSlam. They got to bring a big star there. I could see it now. She coming in with the baby. Her music hits. She says, "Seth, hold my baby. I'm gonna go out there and win a title." And, and <laughs> she will. She will most likely have a new song as well because they're they're on the hot streak. Uh, speaking of new songs, you know who? You remember the old guy who used to do the songs, Jim Johnson, who they fired. Oh, yeah. That guy like, was awesome. Yeah, he was. He he made some good. <laughs> he made some. I don't know who's doing it now. Who who makes her songs? I think. Now. Uh, I forgot one of them is I think CFO still work with them, right? Uh, no, no, they fired the CFOs. Oh, CFO's gone. Well, yeah. then I don't know now. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> CFOs had, had a couple good bangers in there, but you know, it's weird. There just haven't been, there haven't been like a like, like people used to have like really, really good themes, and there just hasn't, haven't really been too many good the new day <laughs> i was gonna say new days had their same same thing for but they're gonna keep that one forever they're never oh, gonna yeah. get it yeah because it, it's perfect for them they as long as they're the characters they are it's like still weird to see big e come out with uh with his own song yeah it's an all right song that he got that but it's like mostly other wrestlers like they need they need somebody to help with their theme songs yeah yeah and wwe isn't forking out the money like they were um a couple years ago, like when they had to pay Kid Rock for uh, for Undertaker's theme, or uh, uh, pay, or paying um, for uh, Triple H Motorhead theme, or get pay, rolling the Undertaker. Oh yeah, yeah, rolling, rolling for the Undertaker by Kid Rock. <laughs> the Undertaker cost Vince a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did, he did, because those are a lot of money those, too. <laughs> yeah, those lic- licensing agreements are not are not cheap. Uh, especially when you're dealing with at, at the time A-list superstars, you know, uh, Gabby. Or, I, most of the people I talk to, my, one of my favorite things to do is want to have somebody that I'm that I'm training with in their 20s, like during like in between stuff. I, I like to ask them stuff and like pick their brain to see where they're. Wrong, their she has no idea who Kid Rock is. 
Ah, I, I can no longer talk to her ever again. Yeah, she's got, she's got no idea. She does. She doesn't know who Kid Rock is. I'm very upset at this news. <laughs> no, no, yeah, because uh, when Bawa to Ba came out, she was probably like one or two. Oh, ba to the Ba was the hit song for the movie Ready to Rumble too. In <laughs> <laughs> which John Cena was an extra. He was. Yeah, he was an extra. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, I think that was his first, uh, his first uh, paying acting job was a uh, was an extra in Ready to Rumble. I gotta look that up because I haven't seen that since I was like elementary school. Oh yeah, you'll <laughs> spot him. You'll spot a old prototype in there. The prototype. I can believe, like, yeah. Nowadays, the ninety kids don't don't miss out on a lot of good music. They did. They did. Well, uh, okay. Let's go. Let's go back to the. Let's talk about this Intercontinental Championship match. Uh, um, yes. So Apollo, Apollo in his uh, his his Nigerian king gimmick, um, and he no no it's weird. He needed this intercontinental. He needed he needs to be intercontinental champion. He does. He does. He needs it. He needs to. Yeah, that was his chance to elevate himself, and he has a henchman now. You 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 doing something? You got a henchman. Yeah, that and that and just the whole. He, you know, it's kind of this weird thing because Biggie is almost all power, but he does have a couple of finesse moves. Uh, Apollo is a little bit less. He's still power, but a little bit less. But he has some very, very high impact athletic moves that he uses. Oh, yeah, because he Apollo's smart. He, he knows he's strong, but he cannot power Biggie. What can he do? I, I, I think him, I'll agile him, figure out different ways to weak points and use your, use your henchman. But they're doing it. I mean, they're they're as much as we we get into how WWE does a lot of repetitive matches, which they which they do. Um, this match was a little bit different than any of the matches that I that I've seen. I, I think this is probably the best one they've done so far. Yeah, and they bring introducing someone else into the picture, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. I think Sami Zayn is going to join Apollo's crew. They might as well. It's better than joining Logan Paul's crew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. I wonder if. Uh, I wonder if Logan Paul's going to be back anytime soon. Oh God! I, I just ate. Don't make. Don't make me throw up now. If he has That's... to uh, to come back and promote, well, you know, he'll probably come back and promote the fight. Um, Mayweather. Yeah, in June. Yeah, he'll probably come back and promote it. Yeah, I'll pick Mayweather. He's a bigger name. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Uh, also, they don't know. Uh, Gabby doesn't know who Floyd Mayweather is. Oh Jesus! Come on, <laughs> uh, he's he's still in the mainstream. No, 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 he's not. My goodness, we, uh, we got to make a study book outlet packet and just give it to her and say, "Read this." No, no, no. <laughs> oh my yeah, I have I have a lot of fun asking asking these questions because it is very very amusing to see. Um, what is co- so commonplace for me is completely foreign to them because they have they have no idea because it's pop culture pop culture changes every ten years and my pop my pop culture is about twenty years ahead of ahead of hers so there's a uh, <laughs> there's a there's a pretty big gap and stuff and like and she'll ask me stuff and like, she'll ask me stuff I have no idea who like I can watch I can. Like on the radio, like if I listen to the radio, I have no idea who these people are. No idea. Oh no, I don't listen to the radio at all. I, yeah. I listen on the way home from the show. I always listen to Sugar Ray every morning coming up. Oh, she definitely doesn't know who they are. Yeah, I definitely. I don't think she would. Sugar Ray was out when I was like what six. <laughs> so yeah. I was just to them. every morning something something. <laughs> I can. I'm terrible at singing. <laughs> But I did get a good response to that one. I, I, I if I've, I, if I've asked somebody about Sugar Ray, they always think the boxer. They never think the band. Oh no, not the the Sugar Ray. is the band, the classic. Yeah, yeah that's the, that's the summer songs. They do summer songs. Yeah, that was they. They did do some uh, some great some great summer songs back then. I will blow these kids' minds with Sugar Ray, <laughs> LFO, Girl on TV. That song with my crush Jennifer Love Hewitt. On there, those were the songs. Yeah, Jennifer, she's on something now, isn't she? On that show, uh, she's on a show on Fox. Is she? I haven't heard much. What show is this? I gotta watch this. Um, it's like Rescue Nine One One or something. Rescue. Okay, then I gotta look this up and watch it now because she's on it. 
Yeah. I've been wa- I've been thinking about because I watched the movie. I, I know what you did last summer. Like, wait, where is she now? Where is Sarah Michelle Gellard? Too. Where are they? <laughs> yeah, Sarah is. Sarah's like forty. I think she's probably like forty-five. Goodness. Yeah, Sarah's <laughs> still probably about forty-five. She's in her. She's definitely in her early forties. Oh now. wow. Those are my '90s crushes with the Pink Ranger. Those are my three. <laughs> Jessica Jessica Alba just turned forty-one. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jessica Alba just turned forty-one. I saw. So that was a that was another one. That was like wow. Time time is just flying by. It does. I met her like a couple years back when I did her movie ACOD. Oh, you speak of your clients. My clients asked me, said like, hey, since you do movies, if you get famous, can can I meet Chris Evans? That's what my client. <laughs> He asked me that. I was like, well, if I ever become an Avenger, sure thing. Yeah. <laughs> just walk him down the set. Just have him have him have lunch with Chris Chris Hemsworth. Gosh, Chris Evans. She's, she's in love with Chris Evans. Oh, Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris Evans. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, one day I'll be an Avenger. Then we'll, we'll see about that. Yeah, there you go. He'll be right there. Right there in the mix. You know who could be a good Avenger? It's Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Ah, uh, good old Ray. So you know, with uh, with Mysterio, um, this tag team thing they have going on, I, I do like it, but I need I need a bigger challenge for them. I do. Yeah, because it's gonna be him and Dominic going for the titles. Like the Dirty Dogs is a good challenge for them, but you know, Ray could hold his own, but Dominic is still new to this. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's gonna come. I mean, the only reason, the only way you get better is to get out there. And get practice. And you know the crazy thing about Dominic has he been in front of fans yet? Was he there when they were? I can't remember. No. Nope. Yeah. He's, no. He has, he's never been in front of fans. Wow. No, he's trained with his dad straight to the main roster. In front of it's so much different because that's when the nerves set in. <laughs> right. Right. I was gonna say that is a different, completely different feeling. Oh yes, because it's, it's so different. Set like I, I went in front of seven hundred people one day a couple years back, and I was nervous as heck. <laughs> yeah, you just hear that. You hear the the noise, and you're you're looking out, and you're seeing the crowd, and they're hanging on every single thing that you do, and you're trying to make everything perfect. Yeah, it's like, oh, will they like me? But well, I'm the bad guy. Will they give me an reaction? Will they know who's the bad guy? Easy, <laughs> you get those the weird things in your mind when you're in front of a crowd. It's like, oh god, I hope they they know who I am and know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, that's so, the hard part. Yeah, yeah. So, so Ray Mysterio um, helping out Dominic is uh, is going to be his role, I think for the for the for the next couple uh, next couple of months. But I just don't know where this is going. Uh, yes, but he has more training for Donna. Stick with his dad until he's ready to be on his own. Pretty much, that's what Ray's there mostly. <laughs> Have him keep fighting Baron Corbin. Oh yeah, yeah, your favorite wrestler. I keep fighting Baron Corbin over and over again. <laughs> Baron Corbin, another guy who who is pretty, who almost made it. He almost made it to the NFL. He was close. He was. He was a heavier guy too. Yeah, he was a he was an offensive lineman, and he almost yeah. made it. He came came pretty close, but it's not a. He also made the right choice going into uh, going into professional wrestling. Um, oh yeah, because he has done well, and uh, Vince likes him, so he will he will keep doing well. Oh yes, there's so many people like you can see like a lot of transitions over from different sports. Like like WWE was a lot of them was their safe bet because you don't know what's going to happen if you sign with NFL. <laughs> no, no, you do not. You do not. I was watching a, a comedy show with Kevin Hart where he pretended he was getting signed to the NFL, and one of the NFL trainees came up was like, "Hey, you know our contracts are not guaranteed, right?" <laughs> I was like, "Ah, there you go, Kevin. <laughs> Play baseball." If you want guaranteed money, play baseball. That's right. Less chance you getting hit. <laughs> but there was there's, there's this one player, uh, this one player um, for the um, he's a quarterback for the Cardinals. He got drafted first round in football and baseball. Football two, and baseball. That's insane. That's a two, freak out. Two years ago, and he chose football. Good because he yeah, just fo- like because he just liked it a little bit better. Yeah, football is that more hardcore, intense sport, like. I don't know, like it's surprising how baseball makes more money than football, right? Oh, just because of, it's because of the amount of money, uh, but the amount of games. Because football only has seventeen games, baseball has one hundred and sixty-two. Wow! Like football, it, you, you make more per game, but you don't make as much overall because you're just not paying playing as many games. 
You know what really made me uh, uh, laugh yesterday at the draft on the first one, the first few draft picks, and they were all celebrating and stuff. And my dad was watching, oh, they're happy now. They go to the team now. And I was like, no, they're happy now because they're millionaires now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what they're celebrating. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can see that. A lot of it, but a lot of them, I, I think, but I see it now um, versus how it was. They're so concerned about their brand about how how this is going to build their brand so they're 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 always conscious of like making it always look like a party make it always look like you're having fun because fun sells likes likes make money for Ah, these for these for these children that is true that is true So, so they they're 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 very much they're very much concerned where we're 20 years ago, the only concern was winning games. That was yeah. it. You just wanted to win games. Nobody, nobody cared about your brand. If you, if you won, your brand would take care of your, take care of itself. Now yeah. they're, now they're like, okay, we need to build the brand. And if we win, great. But the brand is the, the first and foremost thing on our mind. Uh, that's true. It's different time, different eras now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is, it is. And I was going to say, that's why, <laughs> that's why Vince is, has he wants total control like he like he has he doesn't care about anybody else's brand except for his own that's right uh, and that's why he limits the the uh what you can do outside the company because he tries to protect his brand that's right yeah but you know the funny part was you know seth rollins leather jacket he wears it was like an old one he was wearing i did see that in aew with the bucks are wearing it <laughs> yeah no the I was gonna say the Bucks have fun. They 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 do have fun all the time. Oh yeah, and Seth talked about it. Seth was like, "Congratulations to my jacket who that went through the forbidden door." <laughs> yeah. But that's that's the thing. I think they're all friends. Like they have to be at this point. All of them are backstage friends. I'm sure that that Seth, when he's not doing stuff for WWE and the Bucks and Kenny and all those guys, hang out and they do stuff all the time. Oh yeah, of course. If they're they're around each other. They're gonna call each other to go out to eat or something. Especially yep. when I was gonna say, especially probably when Seth was coming up. Um, oh yeah, well, more so more so than more so than Roman, um, and a lot of those other guys because Seth was was big on Indies for a oh, long yeah, time. Seth and Ambrose, well Moxley, as you can see, yeah. and yes. this. Uh, and he also sold another thing about Vince. Guess what's coming up at probably at the end of the year. <laughs> what's that? Saudi Arabia show is coming back. I heard. Oh, they're back to Saudi Arabia. Yep, they they visiting another cash grab, and we're gonna see what old time older wrestlers he's gonna try to force back out of retirement. Goldberg. <laughs> no, they don't hurt Goldberg anymore. <laughs> Goldberg is the first name they're gonna call. Who's Goldberg? Got to do with like his regular matches. Don't make him go 20, 30 minutes. The Saudi Arabia show reminds me of like a band. Like uh, like somebody like the Eagles, or like uh, or like Dave Matthews, or like Rolling Stones, or or like Aerosmith, or Guns yeah. Roses. So when you go when you when you go to Saudi Arabia, they don't want to hear your new stuff. They want to hear your greatest hits, and that's exactly. all they care about. <laughs> they, they're like, don't play the new stuff. Nobody came here to listen to the new stuff. Play your greatest hits. So WWE has to assemble their greatest hits. When they go to uh, when they go to Saudi Arabia, because that's what everybody wants there. That's right. And sometimes, most of the time, it turns into a disaster. Most of the time, yeah, because they're not they're not full time wrestlers anymore. They're retired. They haven't been training like they used to. And you force them to out. I mean, but it, but if you're gonna give them like six hundred fifty thousand dollars for ten minutes worth of work, nobody's gonna turn that down. Oh no, I'll do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nobody's gonna turn that down. So, so that's that's the deal. So, if they put that money out there for Goldberg, Goldberg's gonna get back out there and do it. Oh yeah, uh, he he's obligated. What two more matches? Two more matches. <laughs> and that's um, it for Goldberg. I'm trying to think. Undertaker probably not, but maybe. I mean, that might. No, Undertaker's not coming back for sure. Goldberg versus Triple H. That's a match we haven't seen in like what two in 2000. Yeah, since so, so, so 2000. Yeah, so that that definitely could happen. Yeah, that match works because Triple H is, is still in good shape. Goldberg too, and Triple H—they know each other. They know what to work around. <laughs> That'd be a good, perfect match. And you <laughs> said that will probably be right at the right at the tail end of twenty twenty one. 
Yeah, probably at the tail end, maybe a couple months before that. That's the they have a plan the official day, but Russell talk on a soul what was going on. It's like, yeah, it's gonna be a Saudi Arabia show. <laughs> okay. Oh, I was also we didn't talk about this last time, but the the releases and here here's my here's my thing about uh, WWE releases or this is how I've always seen it. The releases are necessary for for WWE to uh, to, to grow uh, and and do the things that they need to do. One, I mean, they just signed twenty four kids to the uh, twenty four kids to the um, performance the NXT, center. Yeah, to, to NXT. So that was part of it. And then they signed. Um, they just signed that new new girl uh, to to NXT. Uh, what what is her name? Morrison's wife. No, well, yeah, she was part of the, the that class, but uh, the rising ri- not rising sun, but uh, she was she's a Chinese superstar. Oh she's yeah, born. I know who she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just signed her. Um, so that was 25, 25 people, um, and they wrote some they wrote some crazy bonuses. To, yes. to to those to those kids that stuff they don't usually do because I mean they 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 need they need new talent because they they did move some people up they did uh, and two two people was what last week two Australian people got signed too yeah so they're 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 making they're making some moves on their end but for the people who got released most of the time when you get released it is it becomes the best possible thing for you. Um, Drew McIntyre got released at one yep. point, fought all the way back and became a champion. That's um, right. Yeah, there have been multiple multiple people who have left and come back and have done great things, or have gone to other places and done done some amazing things. Exactly. A lot of them go to AEW, TNA, wherever they want now and become successful there. Yeah. So there's there's no. I always say there's there's no and you get and you get all your social media back and you can you can build that. Uh, I saw that Chelsea Green just started a podcast um, yeah. that she couldn't do before. So that 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 that's something. So all these uh, all these people who got released. It's going to be the best thing that that's happened for them, and they will uh, they'll land on their feet. And if they want to come back, they'll they'll just work their tails off and come back. The only thing I don't approve is how they treated Mickey James on the way out. She's a superstar, and she'll probably retire. But the stuff with the, with them putting her stuff in a plastic bag is ridiculous. You know what the thing that, about that is? Other wrestlers spoke out too. Said that it happens to everybody that get released. Oh, but, was, okay, oh. <laughs> that's that's just the way it goes. Tough business. Tough business. Uh, just a, a nice box will be nice, not in the garbage bag. Yeah. That's not how you treat your superstars. Yeah, no. Unless it was like a, unless it was like a, uh, maybe it was like a hefty bag. Yeah, but hefty. It, but but if, it was, if it was like a generic, generic trash bag, I would be even more upset. Yeah, that's terrible. Like, what are you guys doing? See, if I was running, it'd be a nice bag, box for your stuff and a nice gift basket. Huh. <laughs> that would yeah. be some. And uh, and a great big thank you for for all that you've done for us. That's, that's right, and give you guys a freaking I don't know a free year supply to Disney Plus, which yes. you guys probably don't have. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that that is it for uh, for wrestling for SmackDown this week. We've got a lot to build off of going into um, WrestleMania Backlash. Um, and then moving forward onto that and just seeing where they, they advance this. When do you think the draft is going to be? The uh, WWE draft? That's the thing. It's supposed to be happening now. But I guess yeah. – I don't it know usually, when – It usually happens pretty close to, to right after WrestleMania because it's like a – they do like a season reset. Yeah, because I thought it was going to be now unless they're going to wait till after NFL draft or backlash. But it's, it's supposed to be right around this time they do it. But you know what I am hyped for next week? What? They're doing the retro SmackDown. Oh, I can't wait for that. I am not missing that. They got to bring back that giant fist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's still it's still in storage. I saw it. There we go. Yeah, we're gonna see the the retro how they how they do the retro SmackDown. I'm really looking forward to see how how that is done. But yeah, okay. So so that is our that is our next uh, next podcast will be on the retro SmackDown. That is right. Retro Smackdown. We can see that one. <laughs> All right. Let's get to uh, the podcast page and let's we'll see who has joined that because we've been neglecting those guys. 
Yeah, we didn't mean to. Like, just life got busy. <laughs> All right. So let's see. We have no limit fitness jersey. All right, no limit fellow fitness enthusiasts. Bando eight one three. Welcome to the club. AJ Ziggy eighteen eighteen, who is uh he's Dolph Ziggler's, I think, nephew. All right, the Ziggler member joining the podcast team. Uh, Illuminati NWOE. Whoa, that's a faction. <laughs> yeah. Pro Wrestling Belt Mark. All right. Rage Cage Jim. Awesome Jim. B Miles 726. Also, welcome to the team. TNT Backup Account. All right. I didn't know TNT had an account. <laughs> JR Pro TCs. JR, all right. G Text Press Online Marketing. Wow, all right, welcome to the club. Way out there par pod, way out there pod. All right. Um, syndicate. Syndicate, all right, welcome to the club. Um, Spearman 61, the podcast paper, unlocked open pod. All right, interesting King, names. King of Pills. All right. The the wisdom drummer, needless to say, podcast, Shamrock Prosthetics. All right. James Bolter. Uh name here. Civilians. Yeah, we've had a ton. And Zeke Ooh. Jeff. And Zeke Jeff. Oh my goodness. Welcome oh, everybody. One more, Orlando Stevens, and that's all. Welcome, welcome, everybody. I'm glad Klaus Rose is reading because he'll pronounce it better than I would. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people, thank you for joining the Banging and Clanging podcast. Instagram page is a new episode up of Banging and Clanging, the YouTube show for you to enjoy. Whole episode up on IGTV on the Banging and Clanging uh, podcast page on IG. That, that is right. Check that out. You can put all voice to faces on that one. And for the grand finale, we got our two questions for today. All right, let's get them. All right, you're about to design your own WWE or whatever company you want to work for entrance. So, how would your entrance go? What type of music would you do? And how how would you set it up? You know what? There there isn't any metal like like hard hard like metal. The yeah, hard death metal, you mean? Yeah, I would have like a mixture of like metal and techno playing wow i just picked picture as a techno guy here yeah but i would have josie scott from sliva singing it oh yeah the classic <laughs> um i would have pyro that starts at the ring and starts up like like a uh, sequential explosions that go up the ramp as i'm coming down the ramp oh that's a good that's a good picture right there and i would start with the lights off and then like steady slow build and then the song hits they're back to normal, and then the fireworks start, and then the song hits, and come down to the ring. Now, how about how about you? Because you can actually do this because you are a professional wrestler. <laughs> oh yeah, people are gonna love my entrance. They better have like a drink and not go to the bathroom because this is gonna be a long, interesting entrance. Yeah. <laughs> First, the lights go out. Then I'll a light will shine. A light will start shining down, and then like it's basically, I will be on top. It looks like I'm. Hovering above this cloud, above the skies, like kind of almost how Shawn Michaels did at WrestleMania with okay. the white jacket, yeah. almost like that. And like it's like then the music hits. It's like the theme song from Halo. Oh, 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 oh something like that. And I'm, as I'm descending down, a bucket, no, not a bucket, like a huge flock of doves will be shot up to the sky <laughs> as as I'm descending down. And pyro will slowly start hitting, like Christian's old rainfall pyro will start hitting as I'm yes. descending down. And that'll be a, a freaking I, I want a five minute guitar solo by by by, by a famous guitar guitar player. Maybe sl one of the guys from Slayer will go ahead and do a five minute guitar solo for me as I descend as well. Then when I finally uh... hit, then when I finally hit the ground, pyro these blow, 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 blow up like everything from the ramp. To the ring, I want everything to go off at the same exact time. Just explode, like giant bomb go off. Then, then, the, then the bass drops. Then the music hits with words. Then I'm and make my way down to the ring. There you go. That's an entrance. <laughs> That's right. 
and I want to be uh, be be holding two lions as I come to the ring. Two On, lions. That's right. Two lions on each hand. Okay. <laughs> Just rest, that's gonna be a long entrance, so everybody better not leave. <laughs> yeah, that's the interest. That's that's the interest that we need. That's right. And Dakota Kai will come out to the ring with me as well. I guess you gotta have Dakota Kai. <laughs> that is right. She will be in my ring throughout the whole match. She will be my Ste- Stephanie to my Triple H. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> I got a blueprint. All this. <laughs> no, no you got it set out. That's good. You got you have it. You know exactly what you want. Oh yes. And the second one is a fitness question, which I got asked at the gym a few times by people, but most of the new people. So here it goes. Summer's coming up, and people want to get like looking good for summer. And there's a few guys that you know, I, you know, I work out and see at the gym, and they ask me questions like, "Hey, I I put on a lot of muscle here, and I want to lean down and get some abs, but." I don't want to lose too much muscle or lose too much weight. What should I do? And the best person to ask is us. So what, you want to go first with this one? <laughs> uh, you got it. I, I, need, I need a second to process. I need a second to process what they just said. Okay. All right. So basically they want to, they after they put on the size, they're looking good. They're like, hey, we look, you know, kind of big here, guys. And they want to, they was like, but we want to get some abs too, but without losing so much muscle mass and weight. I was like, well, for my opinion is, if you were trying to lean down and shred down, you're going to lose weight, you know. Right. But it's not the bad weight. It's not the bad weight, guys. It's like, oh, my God, I lost 20 pounds. But it's 20 pounds of fat you're losing. Right. And maybe that's water. Heck, you're not going to lose your muscle tone losing weight. It's not going to happen. It's going to look great. That's all it's going to be. By the time summer comes around, if you're training really hard for it, and you lean down, you'll be like, oh, I was wrong. I didn't, I didn't have to worry about losing you know, losing mass or looking bad if I lean down. I look actually even better. My muscles are popping out, and my abs are showing out, and I'm looking lean and mean for summer. <laughs> Anything else you want to add there, Crossbones? Uh, yeah, just do uh, – just uh, clean up the diet – the uh, just cleaned it up. Stop eating the, the carbs after six. Throw in um, a little bit extra cardio. Keep mm-hmm. your lifting. Keep your lifting just about the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and just do it with a little bit more intensity. That's um, right. A couple more drop sets. You don't. It's not about making wholesale changes. People who usually want to drop a ton of weight fast that usually doesn't work out long term. Yeah. And most of the people who do that end up hurting themselves because you know you your body doesn't adjust. Um, as fast as you can, you can drop weight, especially people who go on crash diets. So make, don't do that. <laughs> make gradual, make gradual changes, but make sure that you're doing it for you and not because you're, you're looking at an image saying that I want to be this image. Do exactly. what is within the, what's in the parameters of who you are and mm-hmm. just take little steps and just chip away at it. You'll probably find that you'll be happier, not as lean as you want to be, but at a at a comfortable place where you're not where you're not to the point where you're just hulking out and just sweating all the time because it's ninety degrees, but somewhere in between. Exactly, and you know you don't have to you 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 know you don't have to look these celebrities like you know I have a, a while back I had somebody want to train with me. It's like, hey, how do I look like Chris Hellsworth? You are totally missing the point of training now. <laughs> right when you told me that, it's not about looking like him. It's about being the best you. I tell I tell people all the time. I've seen people that have like two million followers at the gym. They don't look like they don't look. They don't look like two million followers in real life. No, it's all about it's it's the it's the editing they do to make them look like two million followers. Yeah, they look they look like they look like normal people. They, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, they just look at normal people. They just have, uh, they have better internet tools than than others. But, but yeah, to each his own. But don't compare yourself to others. Do your best as you can. And uh, Chris Hemsworth's been working out for a long time, and he spends four hours or so at the gym every day. You don't want to do that. Yeah, and that's his job too, and he gets paid to do that. <laughs> yeah, in some in some capacity, I think he would probably do it anyway, even if he wasn't getting paid. I think that's just the type of dude he is, probably. Yeah. He seems like a, like the guy who would never give up working out. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he like even even the Rock. I, I think the Rock would probably oh, do yeah. it even if he wasn't getting paid to do it. 
Oh yeah, of course. He's been working out since what college, high school? <laughs> longer than I, longer than I've been alive, probably. Me too. I forgot how old he is. He is older than both of us. <laughs> yes, he is. He is. Yes. Uh, but that leads me to something else. People don't age. They, they, they don't age. I, I say this about uh, my friend Maggie all the time. We're about the same age, and she looks younger than every single person I know who, who is around our age. Everyone. That's right. It's the fitness. The fitness is the fountain of youth. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, it's, it's one of the things. And the most people, the thing now is that people in general look younger than they have in previous decades. Um, <laughs> you're going to hear the joke. The, the, a good joke. Uh, the Golden Girls on that show, you know, the Golden Girls? Yeah. They're about the same age that Jennifer Lopez is now. What? Yeah. Well, so that's how aging has changed from that point to now. That's right. It's, it's fitness and a bunch of stuff. Added. Like in Columbia women, I heard age better than most people. I don't know if that's true or not. Jennifer, but... Jennifer Lopez and uh, Jennifer Aniston are about the same age as the Golden Girls in their in that show. Oh my goodness. And they still look amazing. <laughs> still look amazing. But that's that's how that's how far technology and how uh, far nutrition and how people take care of themselves have changed. That's right. It's like, you know, celebrities got a, a could a millionaires. They can afford all the high tech stuff they want. Yeah, yes they can. All right. So um, yeah, so uh, I was gonna say check out the podcast that you're listening to right now. Um, tell everybody about it. Uh, <laughs> we talk everything, as you can see from this episode. That we is went right. Foot, we went football, wrestling, Jennifer Aniston, and Golden Girls all in one episode. That's right. So go 90s tell people. music. 90s <laughs> music, too. So tell people that. You never know what you're going to get, but it's going to focus around sports entertainment and um, combat slash reality sports. That's right. And we get, like you see today, we get a little twist in there. So then we throw a little random at you guys. That brings you back to a simpler time in the world. Yes. <laughs> and, and throw into fitness as well at the end. That's right. A little fitness to sprinkle on top. That's a cherry. <laughs> yeah. And if you want your summer body, I'll give you the secret. You already have it. It's the body you have now. There Just you enjoy, go. Enjoy the summer with it. There you go. Simple and to the point. There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's why he's the wiser one, people. <laughs> so over the years, over the years, I've seen, I've, I've heard this so many times. And uh, had, have helped so many people get to get to where they want to be. And um, the process is always, um, a, a, it is a physical and a mental journey into, uh, into fitness, um, usually how we do it. So it is, a, it is a combination of a bunch of different things. But the most important thing is to be, to be happy with yourself no matter what you look like. Exactly. Yes, enjoy the journey. It's a tough journey sometimes, but enjoy the ride. Yes. Yes. All right. So check out the podcast. Check out the uh, check out the Instagram. Check out the YouTube. Um, and uh, check out Beretta. How was your show? That you it was a good show. It was actually just Deep South Wrestling. We had to do a reshoot, actually, for some of the shit stuff we did for the last show. So we did that. We did the voiceover. We were special guest commentators. We added that in today. So me, Marco, Nick, and another guest of ours, we were special guest commentators. So you get to see us all pop off, pop off of the mouth. <laughs> okay. We will be looking forward to that, and we'll be posting that on the, uh, on the page. All right. That's right. Uh, you, want, you want to take it home? Well, you sure thing. You pretty much covered most of it, but yeah, everybody check out the banging and clanging YouTube page and podcast. Tell everybody, tell everybody about us. Your mama, your daddy, your uncles, your grandpappies, all of them, and tell them about the clanging and banging YouTube show. Voices to faces. You can see some of the crazy workouts. Maybe you can add it to your everyday life. And don't forget to tell, like, and subscribe there. And don't forget to like and subscribe, and also check out Bamf Hammer Crossbone Spelling. B A M F Hammer.com. And also, you can check out Sean, who went to San Diego and learned where I got all my tight shirts from. Because in California, we wear nothing but smalls and mediums. And he has, he has his, uh, they sent him a shirt and it is a, it is a medium. So check out his story on, uh, on his Bam Hammer page. 
uh, from the CrossFit that he worked with out in uh, San Diego. <laughs> uh, he know, now he knows the secret behind the small shirts. He yeah. gave, gave, pretty much I stole the secret from it, but you gave me the secret and everybody else found the secret from, from San Diego. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a long, long secret that Austin. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Austin also is a big, big fan of extra medium shirts. Hey, that's what it takes. It's summertime. That means what's it mean? Guns out, sun's out, guns out. Trying to flex for the summer. Cross, <laughs> you got anything else to add before we go home? No, that is, that is it for tonight. And uh, yeah, just keep telling people about the podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and we will catch you on the next time. That is right. As always, we have Crossbones here, man with the largest arms. And I am Blake, and well, of course, allegedly, as he's yeah, going to say. Yeah, allegedly, there you go. And I am Blake Beretta, set probably second largest arms, maybe, maybe not. We're about to find out. But we are banging and clanging sports. And we'll catch you on the next exciting episode. <gasps> Goodbye.